Hi, and welcome to the Tears of Miracles podcast. Today I am bringing you the latest message that the Lord has given me to share with you. For a bit of background, earlier this year in July, uh, the Lord gave me a message that he wanted me to share, um, but it wasn't quite finished. And I've been sitting on it for some time, but I think now it is time to release it. This message is entitled... My return is near, and the time is here. It's a continuation of an earlier message that he had given me the previous year around March 2021, and I had shared it in podcast episode number seven, uh, which I had called Be Watchful, Be Vigilant, Steadfast in the Faith. And that episode was uh, based on Mark chapter 13 which is the sign of uh, the destruction of Jerusalem, as well as the signs of the end of the age. So going back to July, what happened is that the Lord gave me a prompt to go back to Mark 13. After reading, I was just wondering and I asked, you know, Lord, what do you want me to take away from this passage? And so this is a response that he gave me after I had asked that question. I just heard in my spirit uh, a verse come into my mind, and it is, My return is nigh, even at the doors. And this is just something that is directly in Mark 13, specifically verses 28 to 31. Uh, So let me read that to you. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When her branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is near. So ye, in like manner, when ye shall see these things come to pass, know that it is nigh, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, that this generation shall not pass till all these things be done. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Then I heard in my spirit the Lord saying to me, This is what I want you to know, that the time spoken of by Daniel, by Mark, the prophets, the apostles, by me, is near, here. My return is near, and the time is here. What manner of men ought ye to be? So that last part is actually a verse um, taken from 2 Peter, and it says, Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? Then the Lord went on to say to me, Remember what I told you last year about watching, which is being prepared? Just as you would prepare physically in case of an emergency, but making sure you have all your essentials, in the same way, prepare your minds with the essentials, which are my word and prayer. Give yourselves to prayer and fasting. Do these things that I've been showing you. 
And so for some time, um, he had been speaking to me about remaining close to him and abiding, uh, abiding in the vine. And uh, I think I've even shared that in some of the previous episodes. So then I continue to hear. Things will not go on as they have. My word is true and it shall be fulfilled. There isn't one word that shall fall to the ground. Then I heard, go back and review what I had shared with you before concerning the passage of Mark 13. What I had told you last year, I was not mincing words. This is it. The time is here, near, near to come. And that last part was pretty highlighted to me. Uh, that this is it, the time is here, near, near to come. So I went back and reread everything that I had written, um, which was the basis of episode 7. And so when I'd finished reading those entries, I felt impressed that, um, you know, he had more to share, more that he wanted me to share on the podcast. And what I heard in my spirit is, be faithful, be faithful to listen and to broadcast this message. So that was back in July. Um, and then the following month uh, on August 7th, I received another message, which I believe is related to this overall theme in Mark 13. And it's basically uh, tying to what he had said, that last verse in Mark 13, 31, which says, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. So I'll just uh, read to you what I wrote in my journal on August 7th. As usual, um, during my quiet time, I take some time to just listen and see where the Lord would lead me. Uh, sometimes he takes me to different passages. Uh, sometimes it's just, you know, Bible study. Uh, but on this particular day, I started off by hearing, My counsel shall stand. Then I continue to hear, It is not in man to say what shall be. This is what I had told you last year. It is also what I tell you now. Though all be gathered as one man, yet it is not in that one man to say what shall be. What I've decreed is what is and shall be. I am the creator. I say what is to be and it is. I declare... Who shall let it? Who can stay my hand? Throughout all generations, it is my word that shall stand. Then I heard, like as the Lord of hosts thought to do unto us. And so I recognize that uh, last part to be a verse, which I found in uh, the first chapter of Zechariah. So I'll read the first little bit of that chapter, starting from verses 1. In the eighth month, in the second year of Darius, came the word of the Lord unto Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, the son of Iddo, the prophet, saying, The Lord hath been sore displeased with your fathers. Therefore say thou unto them, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Turn ye unto me, saith the Lord of hosts. And I will turn unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. 
be ye not as your fathers, unto whom the former prophets have cried, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Turn ye now from your evil ways and from your evil doings. But they did not hear, nor hearken unto me, saith the Lord. Your fathers, where are they? And the prophets, do they live forever? But my words and my statutes, which I commanded the servants of prophets, did they not take hold of your fathers? And they returned and said, Like as the Lord of hosts thought to do unto us, according to our ways and according to our doings, so hath he dealt with us. So after reading through uh, Zechariah, I continue to hear these words in my spirit. I am angry with the heathen that are at ease, thinking they have cracked the code of living, thinking they can continue on without me and without my counsel. I say what shall be, and it has been, is now, and will be. My word shall stand. The word decreed from my mouth, it shall stand. Saying to the ravenous bird, though he doesn't know me, yet performs my word. Saying unto Cyrus, you are my servant. So that last part too, um, it's very frequent that the Lord will give me like little snippets or little snatches of, of a verse. Um, and it's usually his way of prompting me to, to go and read more uh, from that chapter. So I just quickly did a search in my Bible, um, and then I found that this was a verse. The first part of that was actually just a continuation from Zechariah 1. So from verse 7 until the end, which I'll read. Upon the four and twentieth day of the eleventh month, which is the month Sebat, in the second year of Darius, came the word of the Lord unto Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, the son of Iddo, the prophet, saying, I saw by night, and behold, a man riding upon a red horse, and he stood upon the myrtle trees that were in the bottom, and behind him there were red horses, speckled and white. Then said I, O my Lord, what are these? And the angel that talked with me said unto me, I will show thee what these be. And the man that stood among the myrtle trees answered and said, These are they whom the Lord hath sent to walk to and fro through the earth. And they answered the angel of the Lord that stood among the myrtle trees and said, We have walked to and fro through the earth, and behold, all the earth sitteth still and is at rest. Then the angel of the Lord answered and said, O Lord of hosts, how long wilt thou not have mercy on Jerusalem? and on the cities of Judah, against which thou hast had indignation these threescore and ten years. And the Lord answered the angel that talked with me with good and comfortable words. So the angel that communed with me said unto me, Cry thou, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I am jealous for Jerusalem and for Zion with great jealousy. And I am very sore displeased with the heathen that are at ease, for I was but a little displeased, and they helped forward the affliction. Therefore thus saith the Lord, I am returned to Jerusalem with mercies. My house shall be built in it, saith the Lord of hosts, and a line shall be stretched forth upon Jerusalem. Cry yet, saying, 
Thus saith the Lord of hosts, My cities through prosperity shall be spread abroad, and the Lord shall yet comfort Zion, and shall yet choose Jerusalem. So that was um, related to the first part of what he was speaking to me. Uh, and then the part about Cyrus, that's taken from Isaiah chapters 44 to 46. So I'll just read some select passages uh, just for the sake of time. Specifically, uh, Isaiah 44 verses 28. That saith of Cyrus, He is my shepherd and shall perform all my pleasure, even saying to Jerusalem, Thou shalt be built into the temple, thy foundation shall be laid. So that was the first part about Cyrus. And then jumping into uh, Isaiah 45, verses 1 to 13. Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden, to subdue nations before him. I will loose the loins of kings, to open before him the two-leaved gates, and the gate shall not be shut. I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. For Jacob, my servant's sake, and Israel, mine elect, I have even called thee by thy name. I have surnamed thee though thou hast not known me. I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee, though thou hast not known me, that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me. I am the Lord, there is none else. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Drop down, ye heavens, from above, and let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open, and let them bring forth salvation, and let righteousness bring up together. I, the Lord, have created it. Woe unto him that striveth with his Maker. Let the potsherd strive with the potsherds of the earth. Shall the clay say to him that fashioneth it, what makest thou, or thy work, he hath no hands? Woe unto him that saith unto his father, What begettest thou, or to the woman, what hast thou brought forth? Thus saith the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, and his Maker. Ask me of things to come concerning my sons, and concerning the work of my hands command ye me. I have made the earth and created man upon it, I, even my hands, have stretched out the heavens, and all their hosts have I commanded. I have raised him up in righteousness, and I will direct all his ways. He shall build my city, and he shall let go my captives. Not for price, nor reward, saith the Lord of hosts. And then, uh, jumping into Isaiah 46, uh, verses 9 to 11. Remember ye not the former things of old, for I am God, and there is none else. I am God, and there is none like me, 
declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, I will do all my pleasure. Calling a ravenous bird from the east, and the man that executeth my counsel from a far country, yea, I have spoken it, I will also bring it to pass, I have purposed it, I will also do it. And so that was all I wrote down for that day. And so it's very interesting that um, what he started by telling me at the beginning of the entry uh, is actually what I ended up reading last. Uh, so the last two verses there in Isaiah 46, uh, the part that says, Declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times the things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. And so after this uh, entry in August, I didn't actually hear any prompting to share right away. So I ended up leaving it for some time just to see if, you know, he wanted to add to it. And now it's November and uh, he actually led me back to this message. Uh, I was just looking through my old journal entries and came across uh, the one in August and then I felt that, oh, there was a message that I was, um, that he was building in me. So the fact that I came back to it was a way to remind me that perhaps now it's time to share it. And, uh, you know, just last week, uh, he had been reminding me of the importance of sharing his word and, you know, getting back into this podcasting and uh, sharing his messages. Um, and what he'd been saying to me is that work while it is day because the night cometh uh, when no man can work, which actually are his own words while he was on earth, uh, where he said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. And so I felt very strongly that he wanted me to share this message and uh, not to sit on it anymore, uh, but to release it. I would encourage you to go back to listen to my previous episodes uh, for a bit more background on Mark 13, episode 7, uh, and even episode 5 is uh, related to that same topic. And so as I wind down, I'll just leave you with one verse uh, that is something that my family and I were reading from recently. It's from Revelation 16, which is uh, talking about the final last plagues. And I think it's relevant to this message overall. So it's Revelation 16, verse 15. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And so that's all for today. Uh, as always, I pray that you're blessed by these messages and you are able to hear what the Lord is saying to us. He's encouraging us, but he's also reminding us to be vigilant, to be watchful, and to remain in him, um, to watch and pray. All of the things that he's told us to do during these times. So with that, I'll say goodbye and uh, see you next time.